Welcome back to another episode of What the Bleep Are They Talking About, the show where we help you understand what the heck is going on in the news today. I'm Jack, and with me, as always, is the fabulous Jennifer. Hey, everybody. And before we get started, make sure you like and subscribe. And ring the bell for notifications every time we post a new video, which is fairly often. Fairly often. And don't forget to comment down below. Let us know how much you hate us, how much you like us. Or if you're somewhere in between. But Jennifer has an article for us today by from CNN, and it's listing out five things you might not know about the infrastructure bill. Now, of course, I think most of us have heard how long the bill is. It's, what, something like 2,700 pages? 2,702, to be precise. So, so I am certain that these five things, I'm sure there's a... A lot of things even the congressmen don't know about this infrastructure bill oh yeah because there were a lot of things in it that we didn't know were in it um now bear in mind we have not read the full article <laughs> um i will admit i skimmed the table of contents and that made my eyes very tired i don't see how anyone can read the full thing no you said earlier that like probably one person read 100 pages and then another person read another 100 pages and has to be how they did it Right, because I saw, like, Republicans were saying, oh, this bad thing is in it, and then Democrats were saying, oh, but these good things are in it and kind of fighting amongst each other. But how does anyone actually know? Yeah. Even if they read 2,700 pages, how do they remember what was in the first half? I don't even remember what was on 90% of the table of contents. So, anyway, and we always like to talk about, you know, with these bills and the length that they are, the things that they're putting in them that are just not related. Mm-hmm. Um, so you get a little bit of that, I think, in this article. And then you found some other stuff in your Yeah, we in have your one research. funny thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that, we'll save that for the end. Yeah. So um, and I'm not going to read the whole article. I'm just going to kind of go through the high points. Senate's massive $1.2 trillion infrastructure package marked a big bipartisan achievement after months of negotiation. So it did pass with bipartisan support, which is pretty awesome. Um, the new investments would reach far beyond traditional infrastructure projects for roads, bridges, and railroads. There's also money to improve Americans' access to broadband, electric school buses, and to start addressing racial discrimination in infrastructure. The bill would also change the tax reporting requirements for cryptocurrencies and delay a controversial drug rebate rule, both included as ways to help pay for the investments. Still, the bill leaves out a number of other non-traditional infrastructure investments that President Joe Biden had called for. His original $2.25 trillion proposal, known as the American Jobs Plan, included money for caregiving for aging Americans. Ooh, that would be lovely. And for workforce training, provisions that Republicans argued did not belong in an infrastructure bill. That's actually a fair point, though. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so, also does not include tor- corporate tax hikes like Biden first proposed to pay for the spending. Instead, lawmakers found other ways to help cover the costs, like imposing new Superfund fees and repurposing repurs- COVID relief funds approved by Congress during the pandemic. Um, So let's go into what the five things are that might surprise you. Um, The broadband update legislation would provide $65 billion investment in improving the nation's broadband infrastructure, according to the bill text. It's a smaller investment than the $100 billion Biden initially wanted. 
This legislation aims to lower the price households pay for internet services by requiring federal funding recipients and other low-cost affordable plans, creating price transparency, and boosting competition in areas where existing providers aren't providing adequate service. So that all sounds like pretty good things. Is so it they're helping to helping low-income individuals pay for internet service? Is that what I'm getting from that? Um, I think just making lower cost plans, like, and more affordable plans and increasing okay. access where they, because I know that was a huge thing during pandemic, the beginning of the pandemic, when a lot of schools went completely to online mm -hmm. and students didn't even have access. So. It looks like they're also trying to create uh, price transparency as well, as, as, as you probably mentioned. Oh, yeah, by boosting competition in the areas. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, well, uh, that was one, a point that I thought you could really get behind because you're all about, like, com competitors and, you know, boosting the mm -hmm. market by and making people be more creative in there. Um, I'd be interested in, in how they how they plan to do that. Like, is the $100 billion, um, that they're putting into that? Oh, oh the $65 It's $65 building. Billion, yeah. If, 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 is that to build towers or something we'd have to read the but i do i do agree with creating the competition because i think i live in in a district where you only have one choice of of internet provider and it's not beneficial either because sometimes when the internet goes out or you have a problem i mean they don't have to help you yeah. because they're You're the only they'll, one. yeah they're your only choice so right. I know Elon Musk has that uh, the the Starlink or something coming out, so maybe that would be a benefit for that. Yeah. So, um, the bill also makes investment in electric vehicles and the infrastructure needed to use them. So school districts across the country, it would help them buy clean, American-made, zero-emission buses, aiming to replace the yellow school bus fleet by providing five billion for zero-emission and clean buses, and two point five billion for ferries, which is not a thing that i knew we used for schools but that's cool oh um, well i guess like yeah i don't know for for schools fairies for schools it was very specific when i did read that part in the table of contents it was very specific in school buses and fairies that's so interesting mm -hmm. i mean could yeah i guess i, I mean i can imagine fairies for like getting to and from i don't know new york to the land mm -hmm. if you're going to work mm -hmm. but not for school i guess i can see it but that's we don't live in an area where that's a thing yeah so if, yeah if you take a ferry to school leave a comment down yeah below. please let us know because that's know how that kind works. of cool yeah um it addresses racial discrimination and in infrastructure um, it contains one billion to reconnect communities disproportionately black neighborhoods that were divided by highways and other infrastructure according to the white house it would fund planning design demolition and reconstruction of street grids parks and other infrastructure Many black homes, businesses, and neighborhoods across the country were bulldozed in the 1950s and 60s to clear space for interstate highways, displacing many residents and entrepreneurs and cutting others off from the rest of the community. Biden's original plan called for a $20 billion investment to redress historic inequalities and ensure new projects advance opportunity, racial equality, and environmental justice. So. Now, I don't know anything about that, but... There's in, a lot of good uh, demo In my mind, if that means that we're going to tear down the highways oh. and put in tunnels, 
I would be, yeah, that's a squeaky one. I would be all for that because I am so sick of like having to look at highways like through cities or signs all over the place and telephone wires just hanging around and stuff i'm just someone who doesn't like driving through tunnels so i'm not on board with that i'm on board with it a hundred percent because they're going to it talks a lot about highways and how they divided certain neighborhoods it would fund planning design demolition and reconstruction of street grids parks and other infrastructure i don't know that's one might one of my things if it means getting rid of these like dilapidated highways and, and and railroads and sticking them underground where you can't <laughs> see them i am all for it i'm all for that it's probably not what it's for probably not no. i just want to clean up the, the <laughs> to make things look nicer anyway. yeah yeah it'll probably do that but just probably not in the way you're expecting probably so. in i don't know 20 30 years we all know that it takes forever to fix a road Oh, God, it's going to make so many people mad. Yeah, it is. Um, and then it goes on to the tax regulations on cryptocurrencies, which is a very long paragraph. Um, a provision tucked away at the end of the Senate bill, see, they snuck it in right mm. there at the end, um, would impose new tax reporting requirements on cryptocurrency transactions, a move that congressional estimates say could raise $28 billion in new revenue to help pay for the infrastructure package. Hmm. Legislation could have sweeping ramifications for cryptocurrency investors and innovators. So as someone who does cryptocurrency things, does do you feel like that will impact you at all in investing or? Hmm. I don't think this part tells you what it does, but I have um, a little section pulled up on another website. And so what it's saying is that uh, the bill imposes new crypto asset information reporting requirements on brokers. Um, so it is redefining the word broker, and it, it is expanding it to include anyone who, for consideration, effectuates transfers of digital assets on behalf of another person. So if, for instance, you um, manage my cryptocurrency, you would therefore be a broker. Mm. Um and because of that, it has something to do with, um, it requires a broker to provide information regarding returns and any transfer of digital assets to accounts that are not maintained by the broker. So I guess it's just increasing um, documentation and that would therefore capture people who, I don't know, weren't properly documenting things and that's where the revenue would come from mm. but from that that would not affect me at all and i don't think that would affect many cryptocurrency individuals okay well that's good um and then it finally the one of the fifth thing that you might not expect from it um is delaying a drug rebate rule to help pay for the infrastructure spending, the legislation would delay the implementation of a controversial Trump administration rule that would radically change how drugs are priced and paid for in Medicare and Medicaid. It's expected to save $51 billion. And that was a rule that had already been tossed out or pushed back by the Trump administration and the Biden administration had already agreed to um, push back the implementation of that. Hmm. So, as a As a... For the cryptocurrency, the, it also says that it kind of confirms that um, the non-brokers being, you know, you working, f you know, on my cryptocurrency, they weren't able to provide tax information mm -hmm. um, that would be required under law. 
um, but because they would be able to provide that tax information, then they would be able to to get the get that uh, those taxes to help okay. pay for this. That's good. Um, and this article then just kind of goes into some of the other things that it does do. Um, not very surprising things: upgrading airports, ports, and waterways, power and water systems, um, environmental remediation. There's a lot of environmental stuff from what I saw in the table of contents. Lots of environmental things. So. And then this goes into how Congress plans to pay for it, which that's a lot of numbers and a lot of money. It's so. a lot of numbers and a lot of money. But you know what this does provide for us. Yes, you were so excited about I this. I was so excited for this. So I read like the, the counter argument for for this bill. And they brought up some different things here and there. But the one that caught my eye was Section 4309, the Women of Trucking Advisory Board. So this section may be cited as the Promoting Women in Trucking Workforce Act. So this is to encourage more women to join the trucking industry. And I know Jennifer is incredibly excited to finally, finally be able to, or to feel encouraged that she can one day in the very near future, join the trucking industry and take on the the name Big Irma. Yeah, none of none of those things are true. Uh, but I mean, I guess anything that helps or that they think will help get women into more diverse jobs. You're trying. I'm trying so hard. I really am. I don't see the need for it, but maybe mm -hmm. there is one. Maybe there is a need that we do not see because we are just not personally affected by this. I mean, I brought up the fact that maybe it has something to do with the, the trucking shortage, and I, I did pull up an article. It was um, CNN. I think it was back in May. They had an article. Yeah, hitters. Uh, truckers are getting big pay hikes, but there's still a shortage of truck mm -hmm. drivers, and I think that's something that's still going on, and maybe this... It, they they put that in there because they recognize that it's a problem mm -hmm. and if you're having trouble getting male truck drivers then go, I mean, go to go 50 for the women. percent of your de demographic right. okay well this says 47 percent okay so congress finds that women make up 47 percent of the workforce in the united states there you go but it also goes on to say that women are significantly underrepresented in the trucking industry i'm sure as many of us could have guessed already yes. holding only 24 percent of all transportation and warehousing jobs and representing only 6.6% of truck drivers, 12.5% of all workers in truck transportation, 8% of freight firm owners. And they have concluded that given the total number of women truck drivers, women are underrepresented in the truck driving workforce. That's probably by choice. Probably. I don't even want to be a truck driver. Yeah. Yeah. No offense to the truck drivers out there. No, it's a thank tough you. Job. And thank you for everything that you do because I know my pandemic shopping would not have been possible without you. Any sort of shopping. I mean, they, they, they run the entire supply train. Yeah. Whether you're a truck driver or a train driver or you're, you're, you're sailing the ships across to get the resources from different countries. But I don't want to do it. Yeah. It's a, it's a rough job. What we hear all the time, you know, they have problems with, like, 
pressure to get to a certain place on time, and then maybe they have to drive overtime, and then it's dangerous because you're sleep deprived. It's a heck of a job, and it's not healthy either. No, no, back problems. Oh my gosh. Right. So it's really just taking a toll. But you don't want to do any of that, apparently. No. No, I don't. You don't feel encouraged by this at all to quit your job and 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 pursue your your newfound your what has always been your passion, but you just thought you weren't able to do it that's also not true but no (laughs) um but if it helps someone to you know achieve that then Mm -hmm. great if it i don't i don't know what the and nothing has told us yet like what the advisory board intends to do like is it strictly for like recruitment purposes or is it just to like make sure there's equality and equity in the industry once women get into the industry. So, I mean, Um, is it both? Is it neither? Under the establishment section, it says, to encourage women to enter the field of trucking, the administrator shall establish and facilitate an advisory board to be known as the Women of Trucking Advisory Board uh, to promote organizations and programs that provide education, training, mentorship, or outreach to women in the trucking industry and recruit women into the trucking industry. I mean, okay. So if I'm 17-year-old me again, and I realize that college is not my career path, and I'm not going to, you know, that I'm not going to to go to college and, Mm -hmm. and do what I ended up doing, maybe I see a pamphlet or a, a booth for truck driving. Yeah, maybe that changes my life. I think I know because more. of this advisory board. I think I know more women that want to own a tiny house that they can haul on the back of a truck, rather than That's being step a, one. By, rather than being a semi driver. One of those two sounds a lot better than the other. Okay, so we're we're in in agreement that maybe this is one of those tiny little things that they've put in there that's a little silly. I don't know why it's in there. That's, I seem, it's absurd. Okay. I am landing, you're trying to be nice. I'm being so nice. I am landing on, it's absurd. That's my personality. It's absurd. It's dumb. It, it, but the the, the funniest part of it is that women truck drivers have been shown to be 20% less likely, okay, less likely than male counterparts to be involved in a crash. And we were wondering how they got those numbers. So you find them let us know in the comments section i i made the joke that women are more likely to take directions than men and so so the men are probably taking all the horrible back roads and getting into accidents well also you know it could go back to them working longer hours and things like that maybe they're having to drive 18 and 20 hours because they're getting lost because they're not asking for directions maybe oh it does have what is this let's see it has criteria oh my oh no it's just listing who has to be a representative for the advisory board okay i thought it was saying that like at each trucking industry you have to have one woman no it's just saying who qualifies for the advisory position i was really hoping hoping the the latter was was the case all right well i'm i think that is probably the top six things that you did not expect to see in the 
new infrastructure bill. So hopefully we have given you a little more education on it. Obviously it's 2,702 pages. So I'm sure there's stuff we have missed. Oh, Jack seems to still be reading it. So I am. Maybe. I want to find some crazy thing in this, <laughs> this section, but it's just going on and on about on. Uh, but yeah, in the comments down below, if you are a woman and you felt excluded from the trucking industry, please leave a comment down below and let us know how motivated you feel to finally be encouraged to follow your uh, passion. If you found something else crazy in this bill that we didn't, let us know down in the comments. Um, and we will see you guys next time. Like, subscribe. Comment down below. Eh, we said that. Yeah. Get the notifications with the bell thing. Okay. And I we'll am going to go. All right. Bye.